Thanks for listening to this message from Whitstable Community Church. To find out more, go to www.whitstablecommunity.church. Hello and welcome to this Discipleship Podcast. This podcast is part of our foundation series and falls under our value, Get Involved. Today we're going to be looking at the topic of being filled with the Holy Spirit. When you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. Now that's an amazing truth, worthy of much more reflection and rejoicing than we have time for here. Paul tells us this in 1 Corinthians 3.16 when he says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? This is true for the church corporately, but also for us as individuals. When Paul asks the church in Corinth that question, do you not know? It's because in their division, they were acting and living like they had forgotten. And I wonder if we ever do the same. When I was younger, I remember on numerous occasions getting Christmas presents that I was so excited to receive. I would play with them all day on Christmas Day, all day on Boxing Day. But after a week or so, my enthusiasm had waned or I'd moved on to something else and the present would just sit there in the corner of the room unused. Occasionally, I would rediscover the gift and have another fresh burst of enthusiasm, but quickly the same thing would happen again. I never completely discarded the gift, but I just kind of forgot about it. And I think sometimes we can have a similar attitude to the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I'm not talking here about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We can neglect those as well. But I'm talking about having that attitude towards the Holy Spirit himself. It is easy to do in the busyness and distraction of life to neglect the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in our life. We always have him, of course. He never leaves us. He lives in us, but he becomes sidelined, reduced to sitting essentially in the corner of our lives. He does not receive our full attention and we don't walk in his full benefits. And yet this is not how it's supposed to be. We are called to be a people who are filled with the Holy Spirit and walk by the Holy Spirit. Our scriptures today speak into both of these things. They are Ephesians 5, 18 to 20 and Galatians 5, 16 to 17. Let's read them together. Starting then in Ephesians, Paul writes, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then in Galatians 5, 16 to 17, he goes on and says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to. Let's consider then three brief observations from these verses about being filled with the Holy Spirit and walking by the Holy Spirit. Firstly, we see that we're called to be continually filled. That's the grammatical thrust of Ephesians 5.18. Be filled is not be filled once. It's be continually, ongoingly filled with the Holy Spirit. I think too often we treat being filled with the Holy Spirit like filling up our cars at the petrol station. We'll pop in once a week or when the gauge lights up. And yet being filled with the Holy Spirit is much more like being plugged into the mains. We're made to be plugged in, continually drawing on the power of the Holy Spirit. The truth is we don't function as we should without him. 
And notice also from the text that being filled with the Holy Spirit doesn't just benefit us. It overflows into blessing and encouragement in the church. The second thing that we see is that we're called to follow the Holy Spirit's lead. Galatians 5 uses various similar words to express this idea. Walk by the Spirit. Live by the Spirit. Keep in step with the Spirit. That picture of keeping in step with the Spirit is one I find particularly helpful. It has the sense of adapting our pace to match the pace set by the Holy Spirit. It's about following his lead, not charging off ahead, not lagging behind, not wandering off our own way. It even evokes a picture of dance, keeping in step with the Holy Spirit, submitting to him and allowing him to lead us. And the third thing that we see is that there is opposition to us walking by the Spirit. As we read in Galatians 5, 16 to 17, Paul says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these two are opposed to each other. In other words, our flesh, our old nature before we were Christians, is constantly trying to wriggle out of the dance with the Holy Spirit and go its own way. Now, I've got three young children and all of them at some stage when they will learn to walk, try to pull away from my hand and go their own way when we were out and about, even if going their own way would have led them into harm. In the same way, our flesh is constantly trying to pull us away into thoughts or behaviours or attitudes that are harmful to us, however appealing they may look. The way that we stand against those desires It's not just to grit our teeth and try really hard to do the right thing. No, it's to be freshly filled with the Holy Spirit and to keep in step with him. So here's some questions to think about. Number one, how often do you ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill you? Number two, what would it look like in your life to be more led by or in step with the Holy Spirit? And number three, What desires of the flesh are trying to pull you away from the Holy Spirit at the moment? That's all for today. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.